0: hey guys welcome back to the barbershop group podcast today is wednesday june 2nd uh you know guys um if you look out on the internet uh you go on any form of social media you're bound to find discussions surrounding sisterhood female mysticism of some sort womb magic i i know some of you probably thinking what what is that or contacting and or worshiping the goddess within you know like everywhere you look uh women are celebrating their spirituality through um different different ways and they are representing you know femininity right that i'm not knocking it i'm not saying anything is wrong with it i'm not going to do uh, a a topic on theology and all of that right now they're doing what they're doing it's fine let them do what they're doing right you know who are you uh people find what works for them and they work it okay um but one of the things that's missing in all of that is anything on male spirituality don't see a whole lot about male spirituality you don't see a whole lot about divine masculinity not a whole lot about that at all anywhere on social media and i hate to use social media as the barometer but let's face it we're entering into a time where people they Definitely don't have magazines sitting on their coffee tables where people are coming over there discussing things that are mentioned in those magazines. A lot of people don't have time to read books the way they do, with the way they used to. Uh, life is too busy. We spend a lot of our time working, trying to get in some type of self care, or maybe not. And we're attached to our phones the whole time, but we're not doing a whole lot of research on male or masculine spirituality right We're just not in fact for the most part when people think about male spirituality they tend to go the way of religion and that's kind of where it sticks you know now um again there's nothing wrong with what the women are doing um you know they're exploring who they are and there are platforms out there that are pushing things and introducing people to uh, new perspectives and different ideas and that's great Just doesn't happen for men, and if you're like me, it's probably something that you've seen or thought about. You could be interested in it, and it bothers you a little bit, right? Because I'm thinking, wait a minute, I'm a man, don't I have some type of spirituality, some type of divinity in me? Like, what am I experiencing right now, you know? And so, I started to ask myself and ask a couple other people, like, why has the divine masculine or why has divine masculinity been ignored right um well how often have you seen the divine masculine or masculinity discussed or revered anywhere right as opposed to divine femininity like you don't see it a lot and be honest you don't you know maybe a few people here and there have touched on it right but overall that's not something that folks are paying attention to <laughs> let's face it It's not an overwhelmingly large number of positive role models out there to talk about divine masculinity either. In fact, to come across a truly mature and integrated male, right, it's kind of difficult, you know. Now, it doesn't mean that they don't exist, right, but, well, I mean, are they even really vocal, you know. And I started to to think about it and say, well, why is it like this? Now, the unfortunate reality is that up to this point in history, we've mostly been presented with what I like to call the shadow side of masculinity. And that doesn't always mean that the shadow side is bad. I know some guys out there are going to listen to this and think, oh, here he comes, getting ready to tear down men. No, no, don't don't resort to the tactics and the barriers. Don't get defensive and all of that stuff. Just hear me out, okay? Because I, I think you know, there's something to be said uh, about this. Like, let's face it, you know, we've had men engaged in war and terrorism and things like that. Violence on a large level, right? This is predominantly in the lap of men, you know? Um, So when you look at a lot of conflict and uh, you look at a lot of uh, difficulties in government i mean even if you want to talk about the the uh capital riot or whatever you want to call it that happened in washington dc uh several months ago as men there were women there yes but mostly men right by the time they figure out who was involved in that and round up as many people as they can obviously there's going to be more men involved than women right when you think about racism yes women can be racist too however by and large most racist policies that have existed in the united states um and around the world and they have been cultivated and created mostly by men and then the women kind of attached to it right and implemented their own type of racism or benefited from it but eh, men did that it's what it is you know um, whether you want to talk about crusades witch hunts the major wars genocide tribal wars as i mentioned terrorist groups dictators you know all of these things yeah that lands on us guys it does we just got to be honest about that and so because of things like that a lot of people haven't wanted to look at the totality of manhood and masculinity you know and i think that that's not right you know yeah we do need to uh deal with who we are even today current times and we're going to have a guest on the show who's going to talk about men guns and violence we got to address some things currently that we men are engaged in that are not proving to be good for us okay um but that doesn't mean that there aren't other parts of us that we're not layered human beings because we are right. Um, What are some of the benefits to actually awakening divine masculinity? Because that's what this is really about. We want to know how we do that. What do we get from it? You know, well, one of the things that we can get from it is more self-confidence. You know, uh, we can. Enhance the ability to be objective, improve our critical thinking or analytical skills. And I'm not saying that they're bad. Get some emotional balance. I think we could stand to do that. You know, um, it doesn't mean getting rid of the man within. You actually connect to the man within. You know, um, one of the things that I always talk about is how we men could stand to increase our ability to set strong boundaries with everybody. Right. Right. You could also become more self-assertive, enhance your willpower, right? Get some more self-discipline and gain a lot of mental clarity. So there are some real benefits to um, to awakening your own divine masculinity or having to or or working with somebody who can help cultivate those things uh, within you. Right. So take a look or, or take a listen to some of the ways uh, to wake up yourself, you know, um, it's, as I said, about nurturing and honoring and balancing things. Right. So we know that that's something that it's just it's a healthy thing. Now, we don't want to ignore or suppress or, or, or demonize or treat uh one type of energy or uh, worse than another we're not, not going to do that right but we're just talking about masculinity right now um you don't have to cultivate masculinity through demonizing femininity okay that's not what we're going to do here right um what we do want to be able to do is examine our wounds surrounding masculinity I know that sounds a little strange to some people, but, you know, as a man, just ask yourself some questions. What has your experience been like with other men? Have you had supportive male figures in your life, whether that was a father, stepfather, brothers, cousins, uncles? Have you had that? You know, have you experienced mostly abusive relationships with men? Or have you experienced a little bit of both? When you examine your wounds, right? It'll help you to to examine unconscious beliefs or biases or prejudices that you have towards men and masculinity. You see, these mental and emotional blocks are very, very revealing, and they can help us develop and strengthen a healthy bond with our own masculinity, right? So write down your experiences and reflect on the things that come up. Are there things like abandonment, friendship? alienation love hate uh um, emotional connection or emotional distance these things can kind of start to add some information uh to what you're working on i think about this developing or cultivating divine masculinity as kind of like a a big soup pot that you're getting ready to put a lot of information into all that information that you come up with those are the ingredients right and then you're going to have this finished product the second thing that you want to do is uh take some responsibility right look out for yourself and look after yourself own your actions take responsibility for your happiness don't permit yourself to become a victim right don't do that you know in order to awaken your own divine masculinity you need to be accountable for your thoughts your feelings and your choices don't blame other people when things go wrong you know that's just going to be a waste of energy respect yourself develop maturity and we've got a podcast out there that kind of helps you gauge where you are along the maturity spectrum you know and reclaim your masculine energy right and you can do that let me repeat you can do that without um uh, making fun of any feminine energy okay it's not necessary the third thing that you want to do is contact your inner father yeah. The psychologist Carl Jung called the different phases of our psyche archetypes. Right. So the father is a universal archetype that we all carry inside of us, regardless of whether, you know, we uh, have children or not. OK. One powerful way of awakening that divine masculinity is to contact that inner father and develop a relationship with it. OK. Um, you want to explore what the inner father shares with you remember that your inner father is kind of benevolent you know we're not talking about the abusive father the the kind of benevolent father you want to have a conversation with that father in what ways can you father yourself better or be the father that you never really had now for some of you guys listening to this i'm going to tell you uh that uh, this is something that you may want to do with a therapist because some therapists out there can help you go through Uh, a type of reparenting, a parenting yourself that will be beneficial to you. If you try to do this on your own, you may find yourself getting stuck and go off course. Um, And so it's always great to consult with a professional um, and and just tell them that that's something that you want to look into. You know, Um, one of the things that you may want to do, and this is number four. I know a lot of people hate to hear this word today because it's overused, but that's deconstruct your conditioning. All right. What have you been conditioned to believe about what it means to be a man? Right. Collectively and individually, we carry so much baggage when it comes to masculinity. You know, in in previous years, a lot of that was about like showing how tough you were, showing how you could fix something and all the like, you know, all these different types. And I can tell you guys, if we're not careful, in fact, I argue that it's already happening that. Uh, We're also starting to carry baggage in redefining masculinity today. I might be ahead of some of you guys out there. Some of y'all know what I'm talking about, though. Okay, in an attempt to uh, reconstruct or deconstruct and reconstruct better uh, types of masculinity today. Uh, Society is also putting a lot of pressure on men to be a certain thing that society wants a man to be. And, well, that defeats the purpose, too, now, doesn't it? Okay, but, you know, common forms of conditioning that many of us receive regarding men, it might have included. And I'm talking about the older things, you know, men shouldn't cry, which we've heard many a times. You got to be stoic. Don't express your emotions. Um, You have to have a successful career. Uh, men have to be the head of the household, Um, that men are primarily logical and left-brain oriented. They have to be interested in sports. Uh, Here's one, men are the protectors of women and children. And there are a lot of women out there who reinforce that for men, right? There are a lot of women out there who still want men to be the protectors of them. And I think, you know, what we really mean is, or what what they really mean is that, at least minimally, they don't want a man to hurt them. And I think we can do that, right? But yeah, a lot of men, you know, or like men, the, a lot of people think that you've got to be the protector of women and children. That They think men must dominate. We have to dominate women physically, sexually, uh, in our careers. And that's not true. Men are expected to be aggressively self-confident. All right. And these aren't things that men only are saying to men, the women are saying this to men too, and that men have to look strong and we better have some muscles. (laughs) That's one thing that I struggle with for a long time because I'm a thin dude. Sorry. Now, can you think of other forms of conditioning that maybe I left out? Once you discover what your culture has taught you about men, you'll be more capable of consciously redefining what masculinity means to you. And this will help develop a healthy, help you develop a healthy relationship with your masculine divinity. So you have to ask yourself, what does mature and balanced masculinity look like to me? You know, um, one of the other things that's great, and I'm thankful um, to people like Dr. Wayne Dyer uh, for this, you know, find a masculine teacher, a guide or figure that you admire there are some 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 good people out there and you heard me say Dr. Wayne Dyer you can go right uh into your podcast app and pull up the podcast with Dr. Dyer uh even though he's no longer with us he is still with us and he had a lot to teach people and and he wrote extensively um and he kind of helped me uh deal with some parts of me that nobody else was able to help me deal with right but find these men they're out there These men may be in your inner circle of friends or family members, or it may be somebody that you don't know, that you're just praying to your higher power, you're hoping that they come to you, you know? There are many teachers alive today, whether you're talking about Eckhart Tolle, uh, the Dalai Lama, um, you know, people like uh, John Maxwell, Uh, there are a lot of them, okay? Okay. Um, And so you don't have to feel like there's nobody out there who can help guide you in getting in touch with your male divine self because they exist. Okay. Uh, the sixth thing that you can do is connect with your inner warrior. Right. I know that that war that warrior word sounds so like uh, that's 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 really corny. Uh, You can call it what you want. Soldier, you know, whatever you want to call it. But the inner warrior is another face or expression of divine masculinity. OK, it really is. Now, this inner warrior isn't about dominating and killing others. All right. Or even fighting for peace. No, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the inner warrior that supports you and protects you. Doesn't take any bullshit from people. right? right. He'll defend your rights and do it peacefully, but assertively. You know, but he's not interested in hurting anybody. You know, he's interested in foregoing all of the silliness. He's interested in his value system, the truth, courage, honor, inner strength, things like that. Okay, so when you bring more of that type of energy into your life, you'll awaken more of your male masculinity. You'll be reconnecting to a wholeness that's deep within you. You see. And so you got to ask yourself some questions. You got to talk to that inner warrior. You know, what's that inner warrior's personality like? What is he like enjoying? Where does the inner warrior appear already in your life? And where could you benefit from having more of that presence in your life? Right. Those are the types of questions that you want to ask yourself to help connect. Okay. The seventh thing that you want to do. Uh, is be assertive and stick up for yourself. And I kind of mentioned that before. Now, being assertive isn't about being angry or confrontational, nor is it about throwing yourself into somebody else's face. No, to be assertive is to respect yourself and your needs. We're talking about boundaries, okay? If you're a quiet person, an introvert, you probably struggle with assertiveness, okay? If you're an extrovert, you can probably struggle with assertiveness in the sense that sometimes you got to learn to pull back, right? And one of the best ways to start with being assertive is to define your needs, okay? What needs aren't being met? How do you feel when your boundaries are overstepped, right? Assertiveness requires courage, so it's important to take little steps at a time, but over time, that muscle, it'll develop. You'll be able to walk farther and farther, okay? The eighth thing that you want to do is you want to develop confidence. Now, our body language is a powerful, has a powerful impact on how we feel. Okay, has a very, very powerful impact on how we feel. Now, um, yeah, you know, I don't want to get into too much with confidence now because we've got a podcast coming out talking about ways to develop confidence, but suffice it to say that there are definitely ways to build your confidence without being cocky, without calling undue attention to yourself or making yourself look like a fool. OK, and so one of the things that I uh, suggest is just really, really uh, getting in touch with your with your feelings and making eye statements and you'll discover kind of where you sit along the, the, the confidence line. Again, we'll have another podcast coming out about that. The ninth thing is stop being passive and start being active be the initiator right be the initiator in your relationship be the initiator in your life in general again it doesn't mean run over people right but take the initiative to go out and set your goals make your plans work towards your dream don't sit on the sideline and wait for somebody else to do things for you okay don't be passive don't be apathetic and don't be lazy right? You've got to feed that thing in you. And that's kind of how you start to develop and connect to that divine masculinity. Okay. Again, we'll talk about this a little later on more in depth, but I wanted to put this out there because I know a lot of guys are looking for something like this. And again, as I said, in the beginning of the podcast, it's just not something that a lot of people are willing to talk about because of some things that have been seen recently and and what we have going on and what history has been uh, due to uh, men who've made horrible decisions and mistakes in their lives. But there's still something to learn from all of them, right? So um, guys, if you have any feedback uh, for this, you can definitely hit me up uh, on Instagram at The Mind Barber. You can also get in touch with me on Facebook. Um, and make sure that you are following our website, tbgmen.com. That way you won't miss out on any of our podcasts and guests that we have on the show. And, uh, hopefully pretty soon we'll have our articles, uh, posted on the website as well. And we'll be able to, uh, sell some really cool books on there that we think will benefit, uh, you guys. So make sure you go to tbgmen.com and subscribe. So until next time, guys, be well, we'll talk to you soon.